0: Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Unplanned Journey, Thriving Amidst the Unpredictable. In this installment, we continue to navigate the fascinating world of uh, unexpected paths and beautiful adventures. Life has an incredible way of leading us to unexpected territories, often unwilling hidden opportunities and unlocking our true potential. So join us as we embark on a captivating exploration of personal stories, lesson learned, and the remarkable transformation that occur when we embrace the unexpected. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to embrace the beauty of this unplanned journey. And let's dive into another unforgettable episode of the unplanned journey thriving amidst the unpredictable. So ladies and gentlemen, I am delighted to introduce our special guest for today's episode of The Unplanned Journey. Joining us is an extraordinary individual whose life has been profoundly shaped by unexpected turns and unplanned adventures. So allow me to introduce Laura Charrington from Active My Career Life. Laura helps professionals go from overworked, underpaid or stuck to unlocking their next promotion in three months and helps from upgrade their career again and again. Laura is one of the most dynamic and engaging speakers training in the space, helping her audience experience breakthroughs and per- personal quantum leaps. So, Laura, I would like to ask you if you can please share more about these amazing things that you have been doing.
1: Thank you. And thank you for having me on your podcast. I love the idea. I love the concept of it. And as you're introducing me and talking about my unexpected, journey, I think everyone watching this will have lots of unexpected twists and turns in their, in their life journey so that, that's also and, and actually sort of I, as you as you introduced me so nicely I, I, I'm the Activate My Career life lead trainer and but actually my background is in corporate in, 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 in corporate in, in the corporate world and I have sort of 20 years experience managing multidiscipline team, global accounts global communication accounts and sort of constantly communicating up to the C-suite level, execu- executive level. I actually, and, and I'm gonna talk a bit about the, the, the unplanned journey today, but actually um, also kind of my career took a, a, a right turn, I guess, in my in my journey. And I um, studied neuro-linguistic programming and Toastmasters in presenting and went down a very communications line journey in parallel to the, the kind of corporate career that I had. And I've sort of worked and been fortunate fortunate enough to deliver events and trained and work with companies all around the world, including kind of Oracle, Deloitte, IBM, True North uh, Partners, Facebook, and sort of lots more. So I have had the opportunity to work with loads of different uh, people in different countries. So I've been very fortunate on my journey albeit there were some twists
0: and turns along the way well that's really interesting I mean by the the word that you say that you did had really good experience in life and you said 20 years that's a lot and I'm guessing there are a lot of unplanned journeys on the way as well so can you share a story of a significant unplanned event or detour in your life that led you down a completely unexpected path
1: yeah, I mean, and as I said, it's such a great concept and it made me think about all the, all the unplanned journeys I had. But imagine on a perfectly normal day, you receive an unexpected meeting invite from your boss and it all starts feeling a bit strange. And I was sitting in, in his office, thinking back, sitting in his office feeling uncomfortable in, in my chair and sort of thinking, you know, what's, what's going to happen? What was the unplanned? What was going to happen? And my boss says to me, you know, we're reorganising and we're making redundancies. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to let you go. I don't know if you've ever received news like that. And you kind of like at first, you don't believe what it doesn't kind of click in your head what's been said. And I was like, what? And as you can imagine, I was like shocked and confused and I I, I just didn't see it coming. It was totally unplanned. And I've been working, I was the lead director on this project. I've been slogging my guts out and I was delivering the the key project for the company. So that didn't make sense to me at all. And, And that was really one of the sort of big shocks, I guess, I've had in my career.
0: I I think I can totally relate to that because I did even had a redundancy back before, um, you know, starting a new job. And although for some reason I had, you know, a little bit guess that this is something that might be coming on my way, but I wasn't prepared for it. And it was high COVID time again. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the wave going on of redundancy at the moment, the layoffs that are still going on because of COVID. And I'm sure there are so many people who have who are going through the same situation. So I can totally relate how it might have felt, you know, and you know, things and challenges that we currently being in this layoff world we still are going yeah. on
1: working in right. Yeah.
0: And even now it's the same thing. Even once you get an email from your governance team talking about layoffs and all, you are quite, you know, thinking, Oh my God, is my name there? So the fear is still there. I can totally imagine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And how did you initially react to this uh unplanned uh thing that came on your way? And maybe if you can share your emotions and thoughts at that time.
1: Oh, for sure. And as you said, there's lots of people going. This wasn't during this uh, COVID time, um, but there are lots of people going through it right now, and and the anticipation of maybe going through it. And at the time, I, I didn't see it coming at all. And at that stage in my career, I was kind of I was really clear on what I wanted. I, you know, I wanted a successful career. I wanted financial financial security. I wanted to time with my friends, time to travel. I also wanted my family to feel proud of me and I wanted to be working in a career where I really had purpose and at the time. I was really, really good at my job, you know, I was the kind of go to expert, I was given more and more responsibilities, I was managing a team of I think 10 people at about 10 people at the time, and I was put on the key projects so actually. When I got that news, I, it was it was re- it felt really unfair to me. It felt really unfair, and it really hurt. And there was something else actually later on in that day. I remember that I uh, there was a, a guy I worked with, this guy called James, who was a colleague, and he was a director, so he was on the same level as me. But I was like the core director on that the key project, and he. I would have thought he would be the one to go, right, he would be the (laughs) one to go, because I was like doing all the work, why isn't he, Um, but he kept his job, and he, you know, he spent most of his time, sort of, in meetings, talking with managers, he kind of did it very easily, and I remember thinking, you know, that redundancy was like the final drop, and I started thinking, Maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe I'm, I'm not cut out for this big career that I had wanted to, to go after, I guess. So that was really how I was feeling at the time.
0: And maybe if you um, have faced any challenges or obstacles when you encountered, encountered this unexpected path, how did you navigate through them?
1: Yeah, I mean the, the obvious challenge I had was I didn't have a job. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to the biggest I was, one. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a job. Um and again, this was a few years, well, quite a long time ago. I had to get a job. Um, but I also started thinking, what else, what other skill sets do I need? And I at the time someone had recommended um I, I, I had struggled communicating in the working environment out of my sort of project team. And so I actually went and trained um, in neuro-linguistic programming in NLP. And I also went to Toastmasters. So my kind of, my reaction to it was to obviously get another job, but also to start upskilling, I think. I was upskilling whilst I was sort of looking for that job and doing that job. And and that really opened up a different perspective for me. So that was kind of how, you know how I started navigating through some of those challenges
0: yeah and I think I totally agree on this because when you lose a job in these difficult times the biggest challenge is you don't have a job right and you know what somebody told me uh, so there are many times where you actually start looking for a job even when you are working elsewhere Mm. but you need Mm. a change you need a different opportunity you start exploring you start looking and somebody just told me like If you want to have a job, you need to have a job first. So that was the biggest sentence that I've heard. And, you know, it made a huge impact because many times you're not happy. You have been working in a company for very long. Right. And then all of a sudden you need new opportunities. You need new, uh, you know, challenges in life that you want to explore. But it's very difficult to leave the job and then you know start looking for another one so that's that that actually makes a huge impact in your life when you don't have a job and then you start looking for another one but so did you discover any after all these challenges did you discover any hidden opportunities or unexpected benefits during this um, path that came in your life and if you can share one example with us
1: Sure, and, and your thing about it's easier to get a job when you've got a job, you know, that is definitely something that that seems to manifest in in, in when you're in the mindset that you're you're looking for that job. But actually when I think back, um and, and jobs were more available, certainly much more available back then. But when I think back, I was sort of wandering around it, it was at Christmas time and I was like I was everyone was celebrating and I was like ah. you know why have I been made redundant you know and so this is actually what I unpacked and I think this is the sort of the more valuable piece that I unpacked is I started thinking about what was the difference between me and James and actually what I started seeing was that James what what James was doing at work that I wasn't Mm -hmm. and you want to know what I was missing I was missing what James was doing in his week was he was spending time speaking to the senior stakeholders he was having coffee with our boss he was dropping in to meetings lunches drinks after work you know all of those things and I was like oh my god he's actually socializing with the senior managers the ones that are making the decisions and he was putting himself forward and the senior managers weren't seeing me at all because you know, they, they weren't seeing all the hard work and the effort because I was focused on the, the project and coordinating the people in the team and delivering for the client and everything like that. I was overseeing the work. They, the, the senior managers were looking at who was in front of them and talking to them like any human. Yeah. So this is where I I sort of it kind of clicked for me back then is that James and I had these two completely different views on our career. We thought differently about our careers. And I was one of those that I, I now call slogging pros. I was working hard, taking more projects on, becoming a good employee, doing what my boss said, you know, all of those things, which which I was hoping would sort of gradually move me up the kind of career ladder. And then there was that the, there are strategic pros like James who don't just do the work in their role and their projects and their to dos but they actually very intentionally work on their careers too, yeah. and they spend their times building relationships upwards so that they are seen they're heard they're you know they're valued and in that, in, in that job back then, I didn't have any relationships with the senior team. I, I mean, I would ha- kind of had functional updates or company-wide yeah. updates, but James, on the un- other hand, was constantly building relationships with the decision makers. So it, it became obvious that if I wanted to make all my hard work count, what I, and I wanted to get promotions and pay rises and new jobs and build my career, I needed to build relationships and needed to build relationships with the people that are making the decisions and 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 with the senior team and and that was kind of the hit it's in in hindsight that was kind of the hidden opportunity and kind of the unexpected benefit that I really got from that experience I think that was very pivotal in how I went about my career after that and how I do and, and what I train on now.
0: And this really comes back to networking and socializing, you know, I mean, it goes everywhere, even not in the profession, but also, you know, in your personal life. Networking is so important. Sometimes... I know many times we say that, you know, when the opportunity knocks at the door, you have to open them. But sometimes you just have to create your own opportunity rather than waiting for it to knock. Right. So I truly believe like networking is so important in today's world when it comes to building your career or building personal relationship as well with somebody, because unless and until you sell yourself, you know, I mean, it's I know it's a very different kind of a sentence that I'm saying, but you need to sell yourself, you need to sell the brand who you are and let people know that this is what I am and this is what I am capable to do. And Mm -hmm. to be very honest, it has worked for me as well. And I always tell people when I talk to them, don't be shy to ask away, you know, when you Mm -hmm. need help, just go ahead and ask, learn from people, learn from your mistakes and make them, you know, into an opportunity. So Mm -hmm. all this brings me to another question, like, it, the most important question for me is, like, how did this all shape your perspective on life or and your professional growth?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you you, you hit it on the head. What I was going to say is, is that actually we we can't. And, and if I could go back to when I was 20 or 22, when I was starting my career, I would give myself the advice that you've just given. Right. I'd say do that. Because that is what the, those relationships are what are going to grow your, your professional life and your personal life, but your professional life and doing it very intentionally. And I think once I realized that, that actually really shifted the way that I go about doing business in any context that I'm doing it in. And I think you, you, you kind of have to, get, you, uh, I went from that sort of slogging pro where I was kind of thinking, I'm going to work really hard. Sodium pros is working really hard and somebody's going to notice somebody going to notice but actually if you think about everybody in the in the cor- corporation they're human and they're everyone 's busy i haven 't yeah. ever met anyone who's gone Do you know i've got loads of time come and chat to me about you you know it's just people are so busy so I think that that the kind of what shapes the journey from there on in is the understanding that I had to promote myself and I had, you know, and do it tactfully, but but continually do it so that that would develop my career and my relationships and getting comfortable with that. You know, lots of people find that uncomfortable, but yeah. that really, really shaped the direction of everything from there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, in all these things, we do have somebody in our life who with whom we get inspired from or is a role model in our life, a mentor or coach. So did you find any support or guidance from others during this journey? And if so, can you share any individual's name if you want, or like how did they shape your career? What significant role did they play in this unknown situation of yours?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question. And the short answer is I had lots of people, that have helped me during my life, and my and my career, um, and and sort of navigate things. But actually, I think one of the interesting things in the context of what we're talking about today is once I had sort of taken on the the training and I was working in the with the with that headspace, you know, is I need to go and communicate. I actually, if I was honest, I still felt the nerves. When I was going into sort of meetings that had, you know, they were more important, they were that there were higher stakes, there were more senior people in in those meetings. I had to sort of go and perform in those meetings, and I I remember suddenly I'd feel like a total introvert in the meeting. So it wasn't normally, but I'd go into those meetings. and be like, and that that kind of imposter, and I sort of faced a massive problem because. I don't know whether you've ever sort of felt like you can't talk or you can't admit about the fears and the self-doubt that you're having because of the environment that you work in. And you feel like you really need to already be competent, confident, whatever. Once you get to a certain level, you feel like you go into those meetings and you, everyone expects you to be competent. And that sort of fear and self-doubt Um is uh you, you can't express it and I think that is something that possibly that kind of corporate mentality doesn't address yeah. it addresses it in some areas if you need skills and training but being able to be open about that I, I think in in the corporate world is very very challenging and I even go far as saying for females it is perhaps even more challenging but actually, I, I remember, thankfully, because I'd done the NLP training, I kind of noticed what was going on. And, and actually, one of the people that really helped me is I went back to one of the NLP coaches I trained with. And I was like, you know, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm going, this is how I'm feeling. And, uh, you know, I had this enormous this kind of internal resistance that's stopping me from being bigger and bolder and stronger and better and doing the yeah. things that I want to go in and do right and you know what she said she said to me that most of her clients have that resistance about going to the next level and even even sort of senior people who get to senior positions still have that internal yeah. resistance and i and at the time i was like oh my god you know Thank, thankfully everyone out it's not just me right thankfully and and there's a reason um, that those internal struggles are there and I was normal and I and, and that that help that external help outside the company really really helped me and actually I see it in virtually all the clients I work with senior directors it will say things like um you know I just deep down I I just think I'm not good enough yeah you know you are and your insecurities are not your workplace reality no one else is seeing what is going on inside so the coach actually gave me the tools to deal with that imposter and that really helped me and it helps the clients I work with now
0: yeah. And then again, it all comes comes back to the self-esteem and low self-confidence, you know, where we sometimes start thinking that maybe we are not good enough for this, as you said, you know, and we need something or someone to remind us. No, actually, you can do this. So to boost yeah. your self-confidence or to boost the self-esteem and make sure that you are there when, you know, things that you feel it's not worth for you or you are not able to do that or you don't have that in you and somebody's reminding you or giving you a small nudge, then hey you know what you can actually do this so that had happened a lot in my life as well because at some point I was in a position where I had very low self-esteem and low confidence and I was like, I don't know what to do. But in my case, my mom has been the strongest backbone for me always. So I don't know whenever I have something, I'll go to her and I'm like, you know what, this is what I'm feeling. I don't know what to do. So magically she has that, you know, power or I don't know strength in her to give me some confidence, some level of boost that, you know what, you can do this. Don't be, you know, such a baby when it comes to this. So (laughs) I am sure like a lot of us can relate to this that you know mothers do play a huge role (laughs) as well in influencing
1: we all need your mom
0: mom to put that (laughs) yeah we need somebody I do have a lot of mentors and coaches in life as well but uh, the first person I would ever go is my mom Uh, and you know this has been always helpful to me so um, what lessons did you learn from this uh, unexpected journey that you had and how did they influence your approach towards life and Decision making.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, and again, really good question. I, I You know, I, I, once I had mastered the the kind of the the tools and the system that I needed to be able to go in and and and, and advance my career, it, it had lots of um, you know it had lots of impact on me. You know, I'd walk into every meeting, every presentation. I you know I go to teaching drinks. So I do all yeah. of that networking part. And actually, I I noticed, you know, I'd raise my hand for every opportunity to do seminars, to do pictures, to go on panels, to do workshops and and really be visible in, in the company. And I would be doing everything I could to build relationships, build relationships and connect with the senior, you know, with the senior people in the business. And every interaction I think one of the big pivotal points every interaction with the c-suite or with the senior managers I I saw as an opportunity to be seen Uh, and and, and it was a kind of total shift in who I became and I sort of my motivation skyrocketed and I was kind of like all in yeah like all in and I sort of went from this person that always got the job done always worked crazy hours always did all that sort of that, that, that worked, but had those self-doubts and sort of false beliefs and didn't get promoted and didn't get yeah. on the project, and didn't get on the jobs, that slogging pro. And I became strategic about my career. I became strategic and confident and flexible and I became that strategic pro.
0: Yeah, no, that's really spot on. And um, I promise this is my final question for you. (laughs) So for those listeners who may currently find themselves on an unplanned journey, what advice or insights would you give give them to embrace the unknown and make the most uh, of their situation?
1: Yeah, all your questions are great. Uh, But to sort of finish off, I think the advice is decide To operate as a strategic pro, you know, to start decide right now to operate as that strategic pro and not the slogging pro in your career, in in the way that you go about your job. Decide to commit to the destination, to that destination before you commit to the path. And I think that's incredibly powerful. Decide to be the version of you you know you can be. You know, we, we, we all yeah. go around, and, you know, decide to be the version of you you know you can be and decide to go all in on yourself and and take action. And there's a lovely quote by Seth Godin, which I think sort of sums it all up, which is quit waiting to get picked, quit waiting for someone else to give you permission, quit waiting for someone to say you're officially qualified and pick yourself. And as one of my mentors, and I have a lot of mentors, says, you know, what got you here isn't going to get you there. And procrastination is the assassination of your destination. So my advice would be to do it now. My God,
0: I literally got goosebumps with those things. I am not (laughs) lying in here, but really well said. And that was the best advice. I really love that quote uh, that quit waiting really. I mean, that's that's what we have been doing. When I said about the opportunities as well, we just wait for an opportunity to knock on our door rather than, you know, just creating your own. So thank you so much. It was really inspiring for me as well. And as we reach uh, the conclusion of this captivating episode on the unplanned journey, we hope that you all have been inspired by the stories and insights that were shared today and our guest Laura has taken us to an incredible voyage of unexpected twists, serendipitous encounters and personal growth. Through your experience uh, we have witnessed the transformative power of embracing the unknown, adapting to change and finding resilience in the face of uncertainty. So the unplanned journey is not always easy as we all know but it is in these moments uh, of unpredictability that we often discover our true potential our true, true strength and uncover the new parts new freedom of that we can ever imagine uh, i express my heartfelt gratitude to our remarkable guest laura thank you for sharing this inspiring journey uh, with us your invaluable insights um your willingness to open up um an impact wisdom has left uh, lasting on our podcast and our listeners. So, thank you so much, Laura, for being a part of this. And finally, I would like to thank you all for joining us on this unplanned journey. Stay tuned for more captivating episodes where we explore the beauty and transformation that lie within life's unexpected twists and turns. Until next time, embrace the unknown and enjoy the extraordinary adventures that awaits you. Uh, If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with us, we invite you to hit that subscribe button or follow our podcast channel. We value your support and appreciate you being a part of our podcast community. Together, we can continue to explore fascinating topics, share empowering stories, number of challenges that we face in our day-to-day life, and ignite a spark of inspiration in each other's life. So thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to having you with us on the next episode of Unplanned Journey. Thank you so much, Laura.